0: Hello and welcome to the latest podcast for The Lancet Oncology. Richard Lane here on Tuesday, April the 16th. Now we hear a lot about targeted molecular therapy in oncology, but we don't hear about it in relation to childhood cancer. Well, this month we do. So without further ado, let's hear from our author this month, introducing herself, followed by a discussion about a Phase 1 proof-of-concept study that she is an author on.
1: Yael Mosey. I'm an assistant professor of pediatrics at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and the University of Pennsylvania, Perlman School of Medicine.
0: Dr. Yael Mossé, many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Oncology. You're one of the authors of an interesting paper being published online the 16th of April and in the May issue of TLO. And this concerns a phase one study, a proof of concept study, and looking at the use of targeted agents, but specifically in the pediatric setting. That's interesting in itself. Tell us a little bit about this study. Is this the first time that a targeted therapy has actually been used in the pediatric setting?
1: Thank you, Richard, for this opportunity. Uh, Yes, it is uh, the first time that we really have a targeted therapy in early phase development for children with relapsed or refractory cancers, with the hope now that new developments the genomic era are going to provide us with new paradigms for progress in in treating children with cancer.
0: Tell us the aims of the study and and, and about the the therapy in question here, this is crizotinib. This is a drug, a targeted agent that we've come across before because it's used in the treatment of non-small cell lung cancer. Now, that's not something you find very often in the pediatric setting, is it?
1: That's correct. Crizotinib was developed actually in the mid-2000s to target a different kinase called MET. But when it was first discovered that uh, a subset of patients with non-small cell lung cancer have a translocation in this gene we've now come to know as ALK, the focus, of the phase one results enriched for patients with ALK translocations and non-small cell lung cancer. And the uh, results were really quite astounding, especially for patients with an otherwise uh, lethal disease. And this drug, crizotinib, received expedited FDA approval for patients with non-small cell lung cancer who have an ALK translocation. Simultaneously, about a year after the discovery of ALK translocations in non-small cell lung cancer, our lab and others discovered that ALK is a key mutation driving a rare uh, subset of patients with a childhood cancer called neuroblastoma, which is um, a disease of very young children that arises from the sympathetic nervous system and has a a very poor prognosis despite very intensive treatment. So after that discovery and with the availability of of cruzotinib still in in early phase clinical trials, we developed in uh, 2009, within 18 months of the initial discovery of a mutation in a neuroblastoma pedigree, a protocol that uh, is a phase one protocol through the Children's Oncology Group testing the safety and uh, pharmacokinetic profile and toxicity profile of a drug of this drug, crizotinib. The patients eligible for this trial were children with relapsed or refractory solid tumors, including patients with neuroblastoma, of course, and patients with anaplastic large cell lymphoma.
0: The design of your study is interesting and. Important, isn't it? Perhaps you could just explain a little bit about it, because if I understand correctly, you are able to keep recruiting people into the trial whilst still trying to establish the maximum dose that you could use in the study to presumably identify potentially uh, the patients who could benefit most.
1: As the focus of anti-cancer drug discovery has really shifted now to molecularly targeted drugs, this trial was designed, at least in part, to define the optimal dose of crizotinib by emphasizing both therapeutic and pharmacokinetic endpoints. So in parallel to our dose escalation phase, we had a portion of the trial that enriched for patients that had ALK positive tumors, and we allowed them to enroll in the study at any time and have access to the drug that we felt had prospect for direct benefit. And this was really a new paradigm for development of phase one trials, especially in in children so early on after having just completed phase one trials in adults.
0: must remind ourselves this is phase so we can't get too excited too soon. But tell us about the findings.
1: I agree that this is phase one and that's very important to remember and uh, we've been able to see proof of concept uh, in patients with uh, anaplastic large cell lymphoma where cruzotinib has yielded really robust and durable responses in uh, eight of the nine patients who were treated with this drug. It's important to keep in mind that these patients are all patients who are either refractory to upfront therapy or who've suffered a relapse. And many of these patients are heavily pretreated. With the notion, of course, that their disease is highly resistant to conventional treatment. There is no known curable treatment for all patients who were enrolled on this trial. The patients with anaplastic large cell lymphoma have really dramatically benefited, and we're hopeful that um, this is uh, insight into how we can incorporate. Molecular molecularly targeted therapy to not only improve their outcome uh, in the upfront setting, but also to minimize toxicity. We also saw interesting results in patients with a rare form of a sarcoma called inflammatory myofibroblastic tumor, which is a, a rare cancer for which there is no really accepted effective therapy. And although these tumors are thought to be localized. They can be rather troublesome if they can't be surgically resected and they can recur and they can actually grow in multiple places. And there were three children on this study who had objective benefit from this therapy as well as uh, a few other children who have had prolonged stable disease on this drug. And for patients with neuroblastoma, it's a different experience in that the population is, is much more heterogeneous. For the majority of, of patients with um, neuroblastoma enrolled on this trial, we didn't know whether the tumors were positive for this ALK gene mutation or not. We do see objective responses in uh, two patients both of whom have uh, germline mutations in ALK, meaning that uh, they have this abnormality not only in the tumor cells, but in every cell in their body, and they have benefited long term from this treatment. In addition, there's another patient with the ALK status that's not known to us because of our inability to go back to look for the status of the ALK gene, but a, a patient who's had a complete response and benefited from this therapy for two years. But these are early results. Much work is left to do yet to try to understand the complexity of targeting ALK in kids like neuroblastoma versus those who have translocations uh, in lymphoma.
0: That's my final question. Obviously, the next steps from this proof of concept study, because phase one obviously is not here to test efficacy, though clearly you can observe how chrysotinibs seem to favor pediatric cancer patients with, with some conditions over others. So what are the next steps?
1: The next steps are going to be really important in trying to understand how inhibiting mutated ALK in patients with neuroblastoma is so different when compared with inhibiting translocated ALK in patients with anaplastic large cell lymphoma, and this really remains a therapeutic challenge. And I think that the uh, emphasis needs to be on the work done in the laboratory to understand how we can more effectively inhibit ALK mutations in patients with neuroblastoma to ultimately be able to have a new paradigm for the treatment of children with new neuroblastoma who have an ALK mutation. And for patients with anaplastic large cell lymphoma, the Children's Oncology Group is already working towards uh, integrating crizotinib into the treatment of patients up front with the hope of improving survival but also uh, minimizing long-term toxicity from this therapy.
0: Well, indeed. Thank you very much. You've given some really great explanation into this important phase one proof of concept study. We await further progress with early signs of encouragement at this stage. But in the meantime, that's Dr. Yael Mosse on the line from Philadelphia in the United States. Many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Oncology.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Richard.
0: Many thanks again to Yael Mosse and to you all for listening. See you next month.